Dozens, throws, passes, caught for the win! Kyle Rudolph and the Vikings are moving on! What's up, Vikings fans? Gabe Henderson here from the Vikings Entertainment Network. Welcome to the first episode of Vikings Vantage. Vikings Vantage is a new weekly radio show that will air on KFAN on Friday nights throughout the season from 6.30 p.m. to 7 o'clock. This show will also air as a podcast each Friday in which you can stream on Vikings.com and all other streaming platforms. This is going to be a fun yet informative podcast because myself, alongside co-host slash audio producer Chris Corso, will be talking ball and all other things Vikings related. We'll be providing you with a weekly recap of everything happening in-house right here at the Vikings practice facility while getting you guys up to speed with everything You need to know heading into Sunday's matchup. Every show will be joined by special guests as well as hearing from our own Vikings writers. And this week we'll be hearing from Vikings team reporter Eric Smith in a segment we like to call Reporters Wrap Up. Corso, you ready, man? I'm so ready for this. This is exciting, man. We have some really awesome segments coming up on this show, including one we're going to get through pretty soon. The one big thing that we've seen this week. I'm super excited about that. It's going to be a fun show. Not like we could have a beer or anything on this show, but I want to really have this be a casual look into the Vikings each week and uh, really loosen up some of our guests on the show. Excited to give the guys our vantage point of what the Vikings will look like this season. But like you said, one big thing, it'll be the best thing we saw each week. Corso, with that said, I will start out with you. What's the one big thing? thing that you saw this week well Gabe there's been a lot of press conferences at the TCO Performance Center this week but the one bite that stood out to me was something that Brian O'Neill starting right tackle said in his press conference he normally doesn't speak too much but this week he said watch out for the Vikings rookie Ezra Cleveland because he is in better shape than Brian O'Neill was when he was a rookie coming in He thinks he's stronger, he thinks he's more prepared, and we all know what Brian O'Neill did for the Minnesota Vikings and what he's continued to do um, as the starting right tackle. Look for Ezra Cleveland to fight for that left tackle position with Riley Reef potentially moving to the left guard position. And the last thing I want to say, Ezra Cleveland was an 11-pound baby at birth. So, (laughs) I mean, he has... Totally transformed his body from being a five foot ten, a hundred eighty pound freshman in high school. He's now six six and between three hundred twelve and three hundred fifteen pounds. I think this guy has the build to be the left tackle for years to come, Gabe. I think my one big thing has to be seeing Justin Jefferson and the rest of the Vikings, the current Vikings roster at training camp the past few days. It's just, it's been good. It's just been refreshing, but, you know, even better for the mental health just to see these guys, you know, smiling, running around. Of course, we saw Justin Jefferson's viral catch that was posted on the NFL Instagram account the other day. But I think the comment that Justin Jefferson left on the video was even better. He said, 
they magical. And of course, we all know they were t- we were talking about his hands. But that's not my one big thing, Corso. My one big thing is seeing Justin Jefferson teaching his teammates the gritty, the New Orleans-inspired dance. It was interesting just seeing him just showing those guys in the hallway how to do it. Of course, we already know uh, the Vikings posted um, him doing the gritty, his touchdown celebration dance um, on our Instagram account the other day. But just watching him show his teammates and his teammates trying to get it down, guys like Houghton Hill, Cameron Dance. So seeing those guys trying to get it, I think that was just hilarious to see. It's always good seeing that good energy and having, you know, him, you know, make his make his men's as a rookie it's hard to to fit in. And, you know, seeing him, you know, fit in and, you know, get the respect of his teammates and his coaches early is is huge. But, of course, speaking of attention from your coaches and teammates, we heard a lot of comments from TCO, from players and coaches this past week during their media availability at TCO PC. We all heard from the coordinators this week, the head coach, general manager of Rick Spillman talk, Kirk Cousins talk also. But if I had to point out one key sound from pressers this week, it has to be Anthony Harris talking about playing the 2020 season under his franchise tag. Of course, he already said it's not a perfect world, but his intentions are pure. He wants to focus on the field, focus on making plays, and he wants to focus on being the best teammate he can be this upcoming season. This is what he had to say about playing on the franchise tag this year. In the dream world, you know, you want things to go completely your way, um, no hiccups or anything like that. But honestly, I wasn't really worrying about it. Um, I've always just been saying, you know, my destiny is, is it'll come to me and not really trying to worry about anything else, really just putting on my focus with um, enjoying the extra time that I had with my family, um, which was uh, very valuable, um, getting my body prepared and, and keeping my body where it needs to be, and ultimately just focusing on keeping my mind in the mental space of you know being a good player, being a good teammate, and um, just trying to chase greatness on an individual level and a team level as well. What was your take on that, Corso? I just think back to 2015 when Andrew Sandejo got hurt and the there was no one else to play safety on the Vikings roster other than, other than Anthony Harris, and he came in and played an outstanding game on a Thursday night football game. And just to think of where he's come since then, leading the NFL in interceptions last year, now getting that huge one-year franchise deal. Obviously, he doesn't get the long-term deal as the July 15th deadline has now passed, but I think there's a lot in store for, for Anthony Harris, and as you heard, he's excited to be a Minnesota Viking. For sure, and I think there's going to be a lot of – I think he'll, he'll definitely get his money's worth this year. This is a, another contract year for him, but at the same time, we all know the young corners – are you know going to be relied on to play you know some meaningful snaps? So having him and having Harrison Smith in the backfield at that safety spot, they're going to they're going to be called on a lot to you know lead this secondary group and continue to try to make big plays and limit big plays from the offense. Speaking of Harrison Smith, he also addressed the media this week. We all know that there is no Xavier Rhodes, there is no Linval Joseph, there is no Trey Waynes. But Harrison Smith was asked about the young defensive backs and the expectations that we have for this Minnesota Vikings defense. So take a listen to that. There's a lot of new faces, uh, really young group. But I think it's yeah, I think it's kind of it's kind of cool to be a part of that as well because you're you're going to see guys get things and catch on and grow. And then you know one thing that we're not talking about as much is like we say we have proven players, but you have to prove yourself every year. You have to prove yourself every snap if you're you know one of the however many guys we said are guys that are returning and have played together like you can't just like I can't just show up and be like boom I'm here everything's cool like I'm just gonna roll it out 
and I'll be good. I still have to start from square one myself. And another thing that Harrison Smith said during his presser was when they asked, he was asked, what do you what do you have to say to people that say, you know, it's going to be a rebuilding year for, you know, this defensive back group? And, you know, speaking of the defense in particular, and he was like, really? Like, I, I didn't I didn't get that memo. So I think it's cool to, to see where his passions lie and to see where his, what his mindset is heading into the season. Yeah, I'd listen to the 11-year uh, future Hall of Famer when he speaks about getting ready and preparing for each season. But looking at the Vikings cornerbacks, there's going to be 10 on the roster heading into Verizon Vikings padded practices next week. The top player is 23-year-old Mike Hughes, who has five starts in the NFL. So um, definitely high expectations not as much experience. Holton Hill next with four starts. Uh, you spoke to him earlier this week as well. So, and and you can't forget about Jeff Gladney, the first round pick, and and the third round pick in Cameron Dantzler. So, a lot of young talent in these defensive backs for sure. And you talk about um, Holton Hill. I, I talked to him earlier in the week doing a one on one, but off camera I asked him about BC Johnson, and he was like, yeah, "BC Johnson, like he's the real deal. He came in this year just." balls to the wall, ready to just, you know, get after. Of course, the game is slower for him now because, you know, he's got a year under his belt. But, you know, bringing in guys like Justin Jefferson and Tajay Sharp, that just makes for more competition right there because B.C. Johnson already knows the plays. And Gary Kubiak, in which addressed the media earlier um, this offseason, had a lot to say about B.C. Johnson. His football smarts, starting six or seven games when Adam Thielen went down, he is really high on B.C. Johnson. Here's what he had to say about the second-year wide receiver. I'm going to go back to football smarts. You know, we got we got in here with B.C. He's a, what, a seventh-round player. You start practicing. You go on a coaching meeting, and the special teams coach says, boy, this guy really knows what he's doing. You know, it just kept adding up. You know, he caught up very quickly. He could play a lot of positions. And then the minute Adam goes down, he, what, starts six or seven games. So That's what any receiver wants to hear, right? Absolutely, and I think back to when Ola B.C. Johnson joined Kirk Cousins last year on under center, and Kirk asked him in midseason, he's like, what's the biggest thing you can tell people to be a seventh-round draft pick and be able to make the roster? And he said every single night during training camp, he spent two to three hours just studying the playbook, learning the plays. That's the hardest thing he said to do because once you go out there and you know what you're doing – you're just playing in the game of football, which he says is pretty simple. I think that's huge right there. And you talk about that dedication. It paid off, clearly. And now going into year two, it's, I think this, the bar just raises for him because he already knows all the plays. He already knows what to expect. So now it's just, all right, let's make more plays this year. Let's, you know, let's turn those three interceptions into six interceptions, those 294 yards to 500 yards. And speaking of B.C. Johnson, I think he is excited to go about the year, but nobody is more excited than you and I, Corso, because coming up after the break, we got B.C. Johnson, the first guest for the Vikings Vantage podcast coming right up. But first, we got to pay these bills. Save time and shop online with hy V Isles Online. Now offering free pickup with orders over $30. Go to islesonline.com and order today. We'll be right back with more on the Vikings Vantage. Welcome back to the Vikings Vantage. This is your co-host, Chris Corso. We are going to get right to that interview with BC Johnson. But first, the start of the 2020 NFL season is less than a month away. But there is an opportunity for Vikings fans to check in on the Verizon Vikings training camp. Join Voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen, Pete Bursich, 
and Ben Lieber for Monday's practice, which will be streaming live on all Vikings digital platforms at 2.15 p.m. Now back to the Vikings Vantage. As promised, B.C. Johnson joins the inaugural episode of the Vikings Vantage. B.C., how you doing today, man? I'm doing great. How you doing, Gabe? I'm good. I'm good. So to start off, I've always said the NFL ever did some type of bubble, right? You know how the NBA and MLB are doing it. Yeah. I think we would be in good hands and because simply because you, you majored in hospitality management in college. So like <laughs> we wouldn't have oh, any God. problems with guys trying to, you know, get out or trying to do anything. So, you know, I, I just want to put that out there first. But how, like, how's everything going so far with, you know, with COVID and, you know, trying to get back into the group of things? Yeah, no, it's all going good. It's, it's really good to be back in Minnesota. Um, I'm over there in Uptown, so it's nice. Um, just been chilling, chilling at the crib. Um, but it, it's kind of nice. It slows everything down. And then you come to the facility, you see all the boys again, and it feels good. Speaking of everybody who's been back in the facility, you got 15 new rookie teammates with that yeah. huge draft class. I need to ask, who is the funniest player in the Vikings <laughs> locker room so far? throughout training camp who like cracks everybody up in there you know I, f I feel like I got to give that to Jets uh, Justin Jefferson <laughs> uh the dude came in you know he's got swagger uh he's a funny kid he's goofy he's young um and I think all the all the vets and stuff love love his uh, sense of humor talk about young man what you're 22 23 <laughs> okay come on now we're not we're not going there but <laughs> But yeah, I, I'm 23. <laughs> no, but speaking of that, man, you know, it's a young wide receiver room. So, of course, you got Adam Thielen there. As far as like speaking of experience alone, you know, you, when yeah. last year you got your number call, you made big plays. Mm -hmm. But you're, you're still a young guy. So how have you been able to, you know, be that young guy in the room, but, you know, be that veteran, leader, have that veteran leadership for those guys just looking up to you, those rookies and those younger guys? Yeah, I think uh, it, it helps just knowing what I have to do on the field. You know, those guys look up to – guys who understand the playbook you know they can ask you questions and stuff so I, I've gotten a lot of questions from the younger guys uh, KJ Osborne, Dan Chisena, um, just asking me simple questions like yo what do I got or like how, how do how do I how do I attack his leverage on this play or something like that so um, I think just me allowing to have that knowledge um, helps establish myself as a, a little more of a veteran in the in the room. You obviously stepped up big time when Adam Thielen got hurt uh, week six of last season. My biggest question to you is what is the biggest difference between last year's wide receiver room and this year's wide receiver room? Um, you know, I would say like you guys have talked about it, we're young. Um, but the fact that we're young, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of unknown, but that's exciting for us, you know, cause we, maybe people don't expect a lot of us and we're going to come out and I think we're going to show them because we got a whole lot of talent. Um, I've, I've been preaching that the whole time. Uh, there's a lot of good guys who've come into this room and I think can make a, a difference on this team. I know training camp is full go now, but like, are you one of those guys that's basically saying like, all right, I know this ramp up period is, is necessary, but let's put these pads on. Like, are, are you one of those guys too? <laughs> no, I'm not one of those guys. <laughs> Adam is one of those guys. Um, you know, I, I've been chilling though. It's been nice to just get a little, get back into the group slowly, not, not just go straight 100% right off the bat. So I've, I've been liking it, but uh, yesterday we got a little little taste of what training camp's really going to be like. Speaking of slowly, has the game slowed down for you at all? Absolutely. Um, it slowed down a whole bunch. Just understanding my role on the field, you know, where I have to be, when I have to be there. It, it's crazy going from year one to year two, um, how much of a difference it makes. I have a fun two-part question for you. Okay. What is your favorite thing about training camp? 
And then what is your least favorite thing about training camp? <laughs> careful, careful. Uh, I would say I, I'm going to start with the least favorite. Those mornings, man, I, I'm not a huge morning person. You know, like early morning, uh, got to get up and be here all day. It, you know, but that's the nature of the game. Uh, favorite part is just competing, I guess. You know, we, we, do, we get a whole bunch of one-on-ones in there. Um, once we throw the pads on and stuff like that. So I'm excited just to get back to those, you know, competing against the guys, having fun, playing football. Well, what's the ceiling for this wide receiver room? How good think, How good can this group be? There is no ceiling. Mm, I like there it. There is no ceiling, baby. I don't we, like we that answer. <laughs> like, I know we talked off camera a little bit. You know, many people, including the OC, which is like the almost the ultimate praise because you want to, you know, you want to be able to be seen and make those plays. But – Gary Kubiak is high on you. I mean, speaking of, you know, your adaptability, your athleticism, et cetera, et cetera. What do you credit that to? You know, that, you know, having these people speak so highly of you, it takes a lot of hard work. It's not like it just happened overnight. So what do you credit that to? Um, yeah, it's, it's truly an honor um, that people see my game and um, love it so much. I mean, I credit to just the hard work I put in. Um, you know, people talk a lot about, oh, they doubted me, you know, I'm going to prove them wrong. But it's, it's really me trying to prove myself right, you know, that I can really do this. I can be on this field and play with anybody. Um, and then uh, that also goes like my work ethic in terms of playbook and everything, being in it every night, you know, studying my scripts. Um, and like I said, just knowing when to be there and where to be and stuff like that. So that's, that's definitely, I think, how, how I focus on my game. We had sure. you on uh, under center with Kirk Cousins last year, and I just remember the biggest thing you said was you went home every single night and studied the oh, yeah. playbook for like two to three hours. What, yeah. like, how did you get that drive to just start doing that on your own? I mean, I wanted to play in the NFL, um, and that's just the nature of it. You gotta, you gotta grow up as a as a player. There's a difference. There's a huge difference, I would say, in terms of that part, the learning curve for like the playbook going from college to NFL, there's, it's a lot bigger. It's a little more um, detailed stuff like that. So that's, that's really where it came from. And now it's like the playbook's easy to me. You know, I can go over a script real quick in maybe 30 minutes and I got the whole, all the plays down for the next day. So it's, it's nice. Lastly, before we get you out of here, what should Vikings fans expect from you this upcoming season? Uh, you know, I'm going to go out there and score a bunch of touchdowns this year. Um, that's my goal man I'm trying to contribute to this team as much as I can and we need touchdowns so I'm gonna go get them BC appreciate you man appreciate you that was second year wide receiver BC Johnson now next up on the show is Vikings team reporter Eric Smith Eric thanks for joining us man hey thanks for having me guys How, how you guys doing today Good, good. So, of course, this part of the show is called Reporters Wrap-Up. So each week, like I told you guys, Eric Smith and or another reporter giving you guys insight on key stats, key storylines heading into Sunday's matchup. But since there is no game this week, Eric, all we got is training camp. So what's a key storyline in your eyes before Pats come on early next week? I think it has to be the defense, right? And, like, that's kind of rare – to stay, you know, because we're we're so used around here to, you know, the Viking defense being a model of continuity. But, you know, for the first time in, in the Mike Zimmer era, the defense is, I don't want to call it a question mark, but, but there's just new faces on it. And that's just different. You know, we've had the same 9, 10, 11 starters together for the last, you know, five years. And, you know, it's, it's weird. It's a little weird, you know, because, you know, I, this is my fifth season and, you know, I'm used to seeing the same 10, 11 guys out there. So having some new faces and kind of seeing how those guys gel early on is something I'm going to be watching. And it's a little bit exciting, too. You know, like 
it's not just the same 11 guys. There's a couple of new faces, and camp will be very important for that group to kind of get on the same page and, and kind of get going for, for week one. You mentioned, Eric, that the defense looks different, but what are those expectations for this defense? We touched on it a little bit earlier in the show, but what are your expectations, and who are you counting on for the Vikings to be leaders of this defense coming up? Well, I don't think that Mike Zimmer is going to let the expectations slide. You know, even if there are a few new faces on the roster, he's going to want the unit to be at that same level they've been at for the past five years. I, I know you guys are, are hockey fans, right? So, like, I'll kind of make a, a hockey analogy. In hockey, you, you want to be strong. Teams want to be strong down the middle. You know, they want to be strong at center. Take that analogy and look at the middle, per se, of the Vikings defense. You have linebackers Anthony Barr and Eric Kendricks. And then at safety, you have Harrison Smith and Anthony Harris. Well, with two sports, right? If you look down the middle of the defense at linebacker and safety, that's a good quartet to have. For sure. You talk about the insides, right? You know, the, the veteran presence there. But on the wings, the outside, the cornerbacks, defensive ends, you're going to be defending on a lot of young guys. So who are some young guys, in your opinion, that you are you are expecting to, to step up this year and make some valuable, you know, have some valuable playing time? I, the number one name that comes to mind to me for is, is Mike Hughes. And, you know, he's kind of been unlucky a little bit with injuries in his first two seasons, but people seem to forget he, he, was, he was a first-round pick. You know, yeah. I mean, he was a first-round pick for a reason, too. And, and the Vikings are going to need those first-round skills and abilities because as it stands now with, with camp, you know, pretty much starting, he's looked at it as, as the number one corner. And, and he's going to have to be the number one corner, I think, this season. And he doesn't need to be a lockdown guy. He doesn't need to be an all-pro. But if he can play consistent week in and week out and solidify that number one spot, I think that would take a lot of pressure off the group. It's time to roll on out of this podcast. But thank you guys so much. Thank you for joining the inaugural first edition of Vikings Vantage. Eric, again, thank you. Thank you to our guests, second-year wide receiver Ola B.C. Johnson. And make sure you guys just stay tuned to Vikings.com and follow us on all of our social media platforms for complete coverage. And don't forget to tune in 2.15 Central Time this upcoming Monday, August 17th, for the first padded practice live stream with the voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen. For Chris Corso, Eric Smith, OBC Johnson, I'm Gabe Henderson. See you guys next week.